Unique yet common sense opinions on sports. This is Jeff Allen Sports Talk. And welcome to a podcast extra as we try to help you with a little escapism from all that's going on in our world. This morning, Friday, March 20th, I was a guest on Captain and Company with uh, my good friend Chris Hill, who I worked with at WOKB, Orlando's Hot 16, back in the mid to late 80s. Chris, of course, does his show weekday mornings, 9 to noon at Old School 101. Dot com, And here's part of that appearance this morning. 39 after the hour on Captain Company. I see Coach Daryl Brown checking us out. Coach, we're going to talk some sports. Why? Because I feel like Django right now. You know, trying to get things done and I got to deal with my own people trying to sabotage me and my own self trying to sabotage myself and <laughs> I'm laughing the last 30 minutes I'm thinking we're on the air and I don't think we were I'm like why is that so low and I'm like oops hit that button right there so and it's gonna be a shame if the ratings go up yes the, yeah the, the ratings go up because I'm being quiet now that, that that's an impossibility so uh what can I say? Uh, it is what it is. 40 after the hour on Catman Company. From the confines of the Kumo, he's here. What's going on, Cap? Also, uh, Jeff Allen. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Sir. A.K.A. Jeff Castle. Jeff uh, and I used to work at WOKB back in the mid-80s. Mid to late 80s, yes, the sir. Mid to late 80s, yeah. yeah. Everybody, why is everybody putting 86 and 87 together? I 86, 87, that's kind of a blur, you know? To me, let me get my, there you go. Now I look, Captonian. There we go, okay. I also know some people monitoring, checking us out. Eh? And you know, when uh, when I met Chris at WOKB the first time, it's like, who is this loud mouth guy? <laughs> <laughs> and when we reconnected 30 years later... He hasn't changed a bit. Not at all. <laughs> Why would I be quiet, Jeff? I mean, you got I, look at the. Just think about what has happened in thirty years in broadcasting. Okay, it's not. What's the word I want? Things have changed. They have. And you know, sitting there being idly by and reading liner cards and and things of the, that nature is gone. I mean, you're going to get in here now, and you're going to say what's on your mind. You need to express yourself. With 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 the content that that's provided to you. Now, back in the day, we got our content from reading the newspaper, and then you had MTV, and then you had, well, yeah, we had we had MTV, excuse me, and then you had your newspapers, and then you had your your black trade publications like your Billboard and Cashbox and and R and R magazine. And nowadays, it's instant, not. Jack the Rapper wait a week to get the, the mellow yellow. I'm talking about we're talking about this instantly. Microseconds. Microseconds. Like uh, they're talking about the State Department is telling Americans not to travel overseas. Now they just released that a few what? Minutes. Minutes and voila, it's on the screen in front of us. So the power of online radio and the power of the media, if you didn't grow with it, then you're succumbed to be run over it. 
and that's how I, I look at things. And it's like, dude, if you can't get your act together and, and, and move forward with us, then you need to get the hell out of the way. Again, another one of those scuba certification moments with plenty of depth. Yes, it's... You know, I feel sorry for some broadcasters that are still living in the 80s <laughs> and the 90s. I feel sorry for you if, if your mind is not moved far enough in advance to do what needs to be done to keep up with the with the captain co- captain and companies of the world. I'm sorry for you. And that's why, you know, those of us have progressed to Internet radio and podcasting and left radio behind. And there, yes, and there are people that are still kind of kind of clinging on to it and it makes no sense to me absolutely none but hey you think you know so much you'll come back and see me and the price just went up i mean how hard is that how hard is that 44 after the hour captain company let's talk some sports what is going on i'm not giving you the sports bed because i'm not Everybody talking about Tom Brady going to Tampa Bay. <laughs> oh, goody. Yes. What was it? I think I think there was at one point it was alleged that um, the date was announced that the wait line for tickets on Ticketmaster got up to 2,900. Wow. Kind of like people waiting in Pembroke Pines to get checked out for the coronavirus. I mean... Maybe. <laughs> I. But now they're not going to be able to pay for those tickets. Well, that, that, <laughs> how are they going to pay for those tickets? Yeah, I mean, if if you work in the in the travel industry or the the really in any industry, how are you going to pay for these tickets now that you're ordering? Well, let's be real. If if you're working in travel, chances are you probably won't be able to afford season tickets for an NFL franchise. And the wor- and the worst seats. Yes. Are, are expensive. Correct. And you got to pay whatever to park. It, 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 where they really get you is like this $30, 30 to 50 to $100 parking trash. That's that's a bridge too far for me. Well, I don't have to pay for parking because I have season credentials well. for, or we have season credentials, and uh, those people that are still stuck in radio have to sit at home and watch the game on TV. Hey, listen, as we keep mentioning, Captain, Captain is yeah. not just a clever nickname. Yeah, thank you. So what do you think of uh, Tom Brady in Tampa Bay? I don't know who you're posing that question to, Jeff. <laughs> well, I, I will pose it to both of you, but I will also say he's a 42-year-old quarterback. He is. And I think last year we start, started to see the downward turn we did. in and his we... game. Now, the good news is he won't throw 30 interceptions. <laughs> <laughs> but who, that, that, that is true, but who's he going to throw the ball to? Are you Mike no, Evans? The, Mike Evans. Gooders? Oh, I mean, oh, oh, yes, in Tampa, he's got people to throw the ball to. Yeah. Definitely. Most definitely. Oh, yeah. and, well, listen, we talked about this the other day when it first happened, and, and, and you know, I did sports um, to relieve our dude from the shoes of the St. John's BP. Yeah. Um, a good reason, uh, I, I, it's been speculated, and I agree with this theory. That a big reason why he left in the first place is because of the Patriots' refusal to surround him with weapons. You'll notice that shortly after Stephon Diggs ended up in Buffalo was uh-huh. when the, all the transactions between uh, Brady's people and the Bucks went down. Okay. <laughs> so he's like, hmm. <laughs> No, I'm just thinking, I'm th- I'm thinking of uh, something so she, just came across my mind. And well, that was you know, I would also theorize that, you know, Bill Belichick... 
probably would have liked to have gotten Tom Brady moved on two years ago. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and that, that's and, the whole reason. Um, and that's, you know, because yeah. he always will cut a guy too early than keep him too late. But, uh, you know, Robert Kraft certainly, I think, had something to do with Brady still staying and making it 20 years. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I just wish he would have retired as a as a patriot. Well, I mean, listen. I mean, that, these guys are, these guys are like boxers. They 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 don't know when to quit. That's a good point, Jeff. They really kind of like not broadcasters. We don't know when to <laughs> shut up. That's what it is. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's much more soft and act when the light when the when the flitch is flitch is switched off when the, when switch, the switch is switched is off. Sw- yes, I'm yes, both okay. ways. But, um, I got you, brother. I got you. But but when you're watching, let's say Brett Favre, for example, having to be scraped off the turf because he was grounded into fine powder and liquid against the Steelers in his final year before they went to Joe Webb, that was kind of brutal to watch. As critical as I was was of Brett Favre, that was not fun to watch. And considering Tampa Bay's lack of protection, by comparison. Uh, listen, the $30 million a year was probably a lot to do with it in addition to what we talked about with the lack of tools. But that's going to be a rough outing. To Jeff's point, and at 42, yeah. you know, now can rough. Now, can he do what Manning did in his last season and just, you know, be the bus driver? Uh, you know, but I don't know if the butts are that good enough to just have a bus driver. I think they'll step up. I think Tampa could step up their game. Well, okay, and, and maybe, maybe, Captain, and, and stepping up gets them to 8-8, eight and eight, and that's adorable. But um, when you say step up, what I'm forced to say is there are people out there that you speak of on a regular basis that if they stay stepped up, they ain't good enough, and that's how I feel about their offensive line. Ooh, ooh, okay. 49 after the hour. Let's talk, uh, let's change gears real quick. We'll stay in the NFL. The Bucks, uh, not the Bucks. the Jags uh, gutting the house. <laughs> is that a move? That that, that is is my buddy Shad Khan getting ready to uh, give us credentials to fly to uh, London. London? <laughs> I mean, I'll put it this way: even with the business aspect like that aside, Captain, and tell me what you think, Jeff. But I see positive in this, right? Foles was a bad move. Period. I talked about it a lot with all my other sports types, and all they want to say is, "Oh, well, he did this in the Super Bowl MVP as a backup." Durka, durka. He's been a starter before. We've seen this, and he's failed. If you didn't see this coming, this is on you. But I say all that to say, give credit to the Jacksonville Jaguars franchise for moving off of a mistake quickly. I see yeah. a nod from Jeff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, they they had they had to, and and Minshew proved mm-hmm. pretty quickly. That he was the guy to build around. I mean, and Minshew, I, I like him. When you get whooped by Uncle Rico, that should tell you something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I, I do have concerns, you know, because now they've what? Their entire starting secondary from their uh, run to the AFC Championship game is now gone. Right, Boye and Ramsey, sure. Yeah, right. you know, Barry Church, you know, these guys mm-hmm. like that. And, and, you know, now Calais Campbell yeah. has been traded. Yes, now <laughs> Calais Campbell, I, that really bothered me. That cut my heart, yeah. That did, because yeah. he was, he, I mean, we, we got a chance to talk to him uh, during uh, training camp last year. If you hang with us, you know, you, you might get a, get a chance to ride with us to certain places now that we've kind of ejected the button on certain people. Uh, well, we'll have air in our tires. So. Yes, yes. <laughs> I need air in my tire. Uh, so, with all of that being said, uh, the Buck, I mean, the Jags, I'm just, it, it, it hurts me. It still hurts me. Well, two words, folks. Rebuild. Yes, yeah. but I'm tired of saying rebuild. 
Well, okay. I mean, look, look at what state you lived in. Like, and has anybody made a significant or even gained a playoff win in the past, what, two decades? Maybe, but not much. Okay. Uh, what about the Rams and Todd Gurley? You know, <laughs> again, if you see the if you see the theme here, I love they're smart enough to move off of him quick, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it it's a, he's an amazing talent, but injuries have caught up to him, and you know, it's a it's a bold move on their part. But I think they also you know proved when he was hurt, they were still able to run the ball. Okay. Now, I'll see that, and I'll raise you this, guys. Um, over here, the Miami Dolphins are actually looking seriously at acquiring him. And what this is going to prove is that the Dolphins will continue to make the same mistakes they have the entire time. They're going to draft. I hope it's not Tua, but let's say they do. They draft Tua. Well, they're number three, right? Uh, six, I believe. Six. Dolphins are six? Yeah. Okay. They won five games, man. Yeah. Jeez. So... But um, yeah, I was I was surprised too. But um, uh, they they they're probably gonna draft Tua. They've uh, mentioned a concentration on trying to acquire running backs, hence Todd Gurley, and they're gonna do a number of things. Now I know they have a lot of draft picks, but what bothers me is again the offensive line. Since the days of the Richie Incognito Jonathan Martin scandal, have not been consistently addressed. Oh, but Kyle, they've had talent on there. That's true. But they have yet to achieve a season since 2017 where more than, no, where the entire line, that means all five starters, have played together more than six games in a regular season. In other words, that's a revolving door, folks. And people want to tell you about how Ryan Tannehill's bad. Guess what happened last year? That's what happens when you listen to what other people have to say. I mean. Yeah, and you look at the fact, you you talk about that offensive line, you know, Fitzpatrick took a beating. He did. He took a beating. Now, he's the kind of guy who's kind of built for that. Yes, he is. <laughs> but, you know. He's built like a dredge knot, is what they <laughs> called it back during World War One. We call them battleships now, and nobody uses them. It's a dredge knot, yes. Yeah, so, you know, he's able to withstand that. But it, to bring another young quarterback in with no protection yep. is, is suicide. And, you know, that to me, that's what ruined Blake Bortles. Yeah. Blake Jackson. Yeah. I mean, yeah. RG, well, no, there's a field in, in D.C. with RG3. Well, there's a lot of things with RG3. But, yeah, it's interesting. Nobody notes the one year that Jack, uh, Jax was truly cons, uh, consistent or successful, even we'll say, under Bortles was the one year they had the fewest O-line injuries and they actually had running back support that was consistent. Yeah. Good morning, Priscilla. I see you online checking us out as well as uh, Coach Daryl Brown. We're talking sports in this hour. After all the debaucheries we had in uh, hours one and two, one and two and a half, flight number 1894 in the air and everywhere, Jeff Allen, a.k.a. Jeff Castle, in studio along with uh, Kumo Kyle talking sports. You know, I find it appropriate you have a guy named Castle in studio here when we're talking about Tom Brady's departure. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God! A, a, a guy who got uh, who got rich <laughs> based on being Tom Brady's backup and having one tremendous year the year Brady was hurt. Well, I hope eventually you get that getting rich part coming to you, right? <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> okay. Come on, Matt. <laughs> Gentlemen, real quick, let's talk about um, basketball and Kevin Durant getting the virus. Right. Or actually, no. Let's let's stick with let's go with the virus real quick. Kevin Durant got it. Yes. And uh, Coach Sean Payton. Has it? Of the NFL, yes. Yes, so uh, concerns about the virus. You know, I think 
for players who have it, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I got no idea how they're going to feel that. The word unprecedented is getting thrown around, and it's accurate. Um, but, but people get the flu. <clears throat> you know, they're... You're, I know you, you've been in the healthcare industry, but it's it just bothers me about this, this virus. Right. No, listen, when you look at past stuff and make those comparisons, that's not a bad place to start. I'm not saying that's a bad move. But again, the thing you got to keep remembering, remembering is they don't know what they don't know yet. That's what makes it scary. Yeah. But the, I think the Chinese know something. Well, okay, then you shake them down, Cam. Wait, wait. <laughs> Why haven't we shook them down? I mean, look, we're not going to buy any more egg drop soup. We're not going to go, no more Mugu Guy pan, you know. Well, if you remember correctly, you know, say what you will about the cheetah. And though I didn't agree with the uh, the, the move, um, we did have the trade um, uh, Yes, tariffs. we had a trade war, and then all of a sudden, now you got this virus. Now, come on, man. Come on, man. I wasn't born yesterday. That's an act of war. We should be talking about going over there and, and whooping some ass. If I can prove it. Well, that's a big old if, Ken. Yeah, that's a big if. It's a big if. Now, now, you know, I, one, the one thing the, the virus has is, is taught me, you know, they you talk about a, a thin line between love and hate. I think there's a very thin line between prudent and panic. Correct. Yeah. Also, yeah. You Absolutely. Know, and, 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 it, and it's tough to know when to be prudent and when to panic. Prudent, well, look. teleworking, panic, toilet paper lines, what the <laughs> yeah. F? Oh, now it's bidets. Bidets? Bidets. There's a run on bidets now. How, how, how rich is this country when you have a wrong run on bidets? <laughs> what the hell is this crap? I, hey, now you got me going, Captain. Hey, hey, I got, some, I got some, some female friends last night that was laughing, and they go, Captain, have you seen this? There's a run on bidets. That makes me and bidets said, and confused. Yes, I am bidets and confused. I'm going to check Snopes.com on that one. <laughs> go ahead, check it. I, I hope you find out we're wrong. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Okay. And the aforementioned Todd Gurley. Yes, he uh, ends up signing with the Atlanta Falcons today. So after getting cut by the Rams, he agrees to a one-year deal with the Falcons. Other free agency moves. Haha Clinton Dix has signed a deal with the Dallas Cowboys for one year worth $4 million, two and a half of that guaranteed. Uh, Colt McCoy... He was backing up in Washington, has signed up with the New York Giants. Yeah, not a big name there, but uh, <laughs> nonetheless, free agent move. Adrian Phillips, who uh, was with the L.A. Chargers, has uh, made his way to the Patriots. Stefan Wisniewski is headed to the Pittsburgh Steelers. So getting some help there. Those in the Steel City. And man, still shaking my head. Because who would have thought in the middle of March we would be saying Tom Brady, quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's a head scratcher. And, you know, not only is it crazy what's going on in our world right now, but this NFL free agency period got to be the most upside down one that we have seen in some time. And again, at the end of that segment uh, with uh, Captain and Company, I mentioned CBS Sports helping to try to help fill the void of March Madness. Got some great 
replays going on this weekend. On Saturday at noon, the 1982 National Championship, North Carolina-Georgetown. That would have been a freshman named Michael Jordan leading the Tar Heels to that. At 2 o'clock, the 83 National Championship, North Carolina State defeating five Slamma Jamma Houston. The Lorenzo Charles last-second basket to win that. At 4 o'clock, the 1992 East Regional Final, Duke-Kentucky. Yes, that's the Christian Leitner game after the long pass from Grant Hill. Hey, these aren't spoiler alerts. You know what happened in these games. It's still fun to watch back at those. On Sunday, noon will be the 2008 National Championship, Kansas and Memphis. John Calipari was coaching the Tigers at that point in time. At 2 o'clock, the 2019 National Championship. Just a year ago, Virginia Tech and their redemption story, beating Texas Tech as they had the year prior lost to UMBC, the first 16 seed defeating a one seed ever in the tournament. And at uh, 4 o'clock, it'll be uh, Villanova, North Carolina, the 2016 National Championship. CBS Sports Network will pick things up throughout the course of the week with some more March Madness contests. And then I believe CBS will be back with some more games the following Sunday. So uh, bringing you some classic March Madness. Hey, it's not, not live, not the real thing. But some great memories you can go back and relive, and especially those games back in the 80s and 90s it's going to be kind of fun to watch. You know, guys like Gary Bender were doing the play-by-play. Brent Musburger was CBS at the time, was doing the national championship. So kind of fun to watch all of that unfold. So that would be a good, good viewing for the weekend. As always, please follow me, follow me on Twitter at JeffAllen underscore 88. And I certainly uh, hope uh, you enjoyed this uh, podcast extra. And we'll be back to uh, do another show for you next week as well. And remember, keep washing your hands. Stay safe out there. With that, we are done here. Thanks for listening to Jeff Allen Sports Talk. Follow Jeff on Twitter at JeffAllen underscore 88, on Facebook at JeffAllen88, and the website JeffAllenSportsTalk.com. And you can reach out to the show anytime by email, JeffAllenSportsTalk at gmail.com. Jeff Allen Sports Talk is brought to you exclusively by Kramer's Salve for Dogs. Kramer's Salve is a safe and natural approach to help your best friend live an itch-free life. It's made from the finest ingredients, so it stops itching, heals hot spots, and painful inflamed skin. Kramer's Salve contains a proprietary blend of neem, an ingredient known for its healing properties. A 4-ounce 6-month supply, including shipping, is just $30, and the 2-ounce 3-month supply, including shipping, is only $20. Help your dog end the itch and hot spot cycle. Order today at Kramersalve.net. That's K-R-A-M-E-R-S-A-L-V-E. Dot net.